0: My new book, How to Be a Capitalist Without Any Capital, is out. You can get it at capitalistbook.com. Here's what Nicholas said on March 6th on Amazon. Incredibly incisive, useful, and sensible. The author is not greedy and is, in fact, extremely generous and does not hold back on the knowledge he imparts. I've barely made it halfway to the book, and I'm already gushing over the book because it's an absolute gem. Nathan gets to the point quick, shows proof, and best of all, shows you not just what to do but how to do it in explicit detail. To say the book is actionable is an understatement. Now you guys that listen to the podcast know I'm detail-oriented, so that review might not surprise you, but I hope you grab the book. It's now a Wall Street Journal instant national bestseller. Grab it at capitalistbook.com. Audible version is available too. Marketing automation company Active Demand launched in 2014. Sean Founder says he would have started earlier. Today they're doing caught between 200 and 300 grand per month. Uh, That's up 30% year over year from last year. They're bootstrapped, serving between 500 and 1,000 customers that pay on average caught 400 bucks per month. He's willing to spend up to two months of uh, of value on acquisition. So call 800 bucks on acquisition, two month payback period. Team of 50 people in Alberta, Canada, and Ukraine building the company. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everybody. My guest today is Sean Leonard. He's the CEO and co-founder of Active Demand, where he remains dedicated to helping businesses by way of implementing advanced online marketing strategies, marketing automation technology, and sales and marketing expertise that is simple, effective, and affordable. As an entrepreneur, Sean boasts more than 25 years of successful experience launching, owning, operating, and growing businesses, and additional to over 20 years of successful global sales and marketing experience in the industrial automation industry. Sean, are you ready to take us to the top? You betcha. All right, active demand. What are you guys up to, and how do you make money? What's your revenue model?
1: Uh, so it's a SaaS model. It's a case that we—it's uh, a software as a service platform or a marketing automation system. Uh, so it's a case that we sell subscriptions and uh, a little bit of services, not much. Most of the most of the revenue is is uh, pure software software uh, subscriptions. Less than ten percent professional service. Yes, definitely less than
0: 10%. And is that kind of an onboarding fee or is it some other th- custom stuff you're doing? It's pure custom stuff. We don't charge onboarding fees. Uh,
1: quite often we have marketing agencies that are using the platform and uh, they end up
0: doing a lot of the the services work for the, uh, for the clients. And Sean, why mess around with prof- professional services at all if it's not directly tied to retaining customers and increasing LTV? Um,
1: it's a case that, uh, sometimes, uh, our agency clients end up being, uh, understaffed, right? So if there's a limiting factor with our clients, not being able to execute instead of us, you know, saying, okay, well, good luck, go hire some folks. Uh, we've been, uh, uh, taking on some of the sort of white
0: labeled agency services. And what are customers, you know, without going down every customer cohort, what's the average customer paying you per month? Would you say?
1: Um, boy, that's a, that's a good one. I think it's a case that, um, yeah, I would say
0: average is probably 400 bucks a month. 400. Okay. And tell us what you do. What are they paying for?
1: Um, so as far as the software? Yeah. Like, what are uh, they buying? Huh? What's active demand do? So active demand is a marketing automation system. So specifically it's used for, uh, uh, uh tracking prospects, attribution of, uh, marketing activities, uh, executing marketing activities, uh, and really the what automation is, is the reuse of labor. So our system allows people to build a campaign once and reuse it. Uh, specifically, for example, a marketing agency might be focusing on dentists. So instead of them spending all their creative effort on one client – they would spend their effort, their creative effort on the vertical and reuse the labor across the fleet of clients. So our software enables them to uh, uh, reuse the labor. The second piece, is, which is a big one, is um, the attribution. So it's a case that every, we put tracking scripts on, or our clients do, put tracking scripts on their website and we get full attribution on the entire journey. And uh, uh, we do things like call tracking to make the connection between the person who's buying or calling or filling out forms and the anonymous journey so that uh, they can get uh, journey attribution, if you will. Interesting. And put this on a timeline for us.
0: When did you launch?
1: Oh, boy. It was. Uh, we started off as a marketing agency and we uh, pivoted. What year was that? Um, that we pivoted. It was 2000, uh, Boy. 14. 15, when
0: did the agency start, though?
1: Um. So we started doing agency services probably uh, 2010. And then I think we actually probably, yeah, it's probably 2010. We first started doing services for folks. And then you said
0: software margins are better. It requires less work and it's recurring.
1: Yeah, well, actually, the model we built, uh, because when we were an agency, we wanted to scale. And uh, the challenge we had as scaling as an agency was exactly what I just mentioned, is how do we reuse labor? So from an agency perspective, uh, it's end-all's law for for parallelization. You have to take a look at the stuff that isn't scalable and get rid of it. So that was one thing we did. And then the second thing we did is, look, uh, gee, there's no tools built for those that market for many. So we brought the stack in-house and very quickly we said, gee, there's thousands of other agencies in the same boat as us. So we
0: pivoted. Mm -hmm. And what have you scaled today in terms of total customers using the platform?
1: Uh, uh, That's a that's a difficult one as a large portion of our client base are agencies. So the agencies themselves have like, I think, a large agency. But who pays you? Who pays you?
0: The agency? agency. Okay, so the agency would be your customer. So how many agencies? Uh, We have 500 agencies? Oh wow, okay. I mean, that's that's fairly significant. So I want to talk more about how you got them, but first, can I take 500 agencies times that $400 average price point you guys are doing about 200 grand a month right now? Um that
1: is uh, a segment of the businesses, the agencies, right? Uh-huh. So we do um uh a big part of it is agencies, but we do sell the software as a service companies. We do have a couple of CRM vendors that are uh, white labeling the platform as well. Okay. So it's a case that uh, we uh, th- the focus is agencies as far as a marketing perspective, but we do have uh, business
0: outside of the agencies. So add those agencies plus, C- plus other companies you sell to. It must be like 600 or 550 or 700 what?
1: Yeah. So I would say, um, well, we are a private company, so it's a case that those numbers are, are private. Uh, but I would say, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're under, yeah,
0: definitely under 300,000 a month. Under, no, no, sorry. I meant just the, okay. You would prefer to say that versus say the customer account number. That's correct. Okay. Got it. Fair enough. So you're between 200 grand a month and 300 grand a month and talk to me about growth a year ago. Where were you?
1: Uh, yeah, so it's a case that we've been growing year over year. I would say on an average, so last year I'd say we grew thirty percent. This year,
0: thirty percent. Okay, great. And are you bootstrapped?
1: Absolutely. That's great. Well, not anymore. Not, so th- we're bootstrapped as an agency, but now we are self-funded. If that's the question. No, no,
0: you haven't raised like VC money or anything. No, it's all it's, yeah. yeah, you're. In other words, you're using agency dollars to help fund the SaaS business. yeah. We did. Uh, then we pivoted. Now it's yeah, so we had, it's bootstrapped. We are So thirty percent thirty percent year over year growth is pretty good. And if you're doing between two hundred and three hundred grand a month today, that means call it you know, you're doing between call it maybe, you know, one fifty and one hundred eighty a month about a year ago. So where's most of that growth coming from? New customers or expansion on your current base?
1: Yeah. Uh, and it's that is a really good question. Um I would say uh a big part of the growth comes from expansion, um, and the reason being is we have a low entry point, which is uh, agencies typically start with us with call tracking, which is a we are it's absolutely a loss leader for us, uh, and uh, because we compete lots of call tracking vendors and our money's on the stack, right? So
0: it's a case that uh, we end up having a fairly uh, hefty expansion model walk me through acquisition so beside our agencies obviously your number one channel and if so how are you signing up additional agencies That's a good question I would say
1: we have several strategies on the go um, partner webinars is uh, has been a good one as we've I have a couple of uh, uh, vendors that uh, focus specifically on on agencies so we've been doing uh, partner webinars that's one a lot of content. Uh, we we churn out a lot of content on our website, uh, social media dissemination of the content, paid advertisements specifically focusing on the call tracking piece. That's sort of the uh, the thin edge of the of the sword. That's so to an speak.
0: expensive click. I mean, you look at CallRail with seventy five million raised, sort. I mean, I can name a dozen companies in that space. How do you compete?
1: It's uh, um, we well on the ads. Definitely, it's a difficult. We just focus on uh uh competitive keywords like for example searching for call rail searching for not the call tracking because it's it's, a, it's that uh yes yeah, one uh the other one on seo we, we do fairly well on that as well and uh there's several um like uh, review p- platforms like uh, g2 crowd and uh uh yeah uh, yeah the other review platforms we end up getting a lot there too um and as far as other strategies for getting uh, agencies, uh, uh, we do um, a lot of, it's, you know, our platform's a personalization platform. I don't know if you've been to our website. Uh, we dynamically adapt our website to the buyer profile and the stage of the buyer journey in real time. And it's a case that, uh, so we do a lot of investigation as far as it's easy to, f- most agencies are not hiding Right, they're spending a lot of time advertising or trying to make themselves known. So we have an active uh, uh, process of um, investigating, finding, doing the uh, the reverse lookups, and uh, pre-populating our database with the agencies. Then it's really if we can get them to the website the first time they see the website, the website is talking about exactly what we're going to do for them as an agency.
0: Yep. So Sean, if you take all these strategies together, right, weighted average customer acquisition cost is what about?
1: Oh, I don't know that number. Yeah, that's that's my CFO. My CFO know
0: that I don't have that calculation. Well, how? how I mean, the CEO typically is the one that decides how aggressive you're going to be. So, if this is a four hundred dollar per month customer you're typically signing up, are you willing to spend like all of Double first that. year ACV? Double that. Oh, so eight. You're willing to spend two months of revenue. that's right. Okay, I mean, that's not that aggressive. A lot of companies spend you know twelve More months. More bootstrap. Well, still, you can you can, <laughs> right. you can you can you can have a 12 month payback period on a deferred basis, but on a cash yeah. basis, pull it forward on an annual plan, and you still are fine as bootstrap company.
1: Yes. End of the day is uh, uh, we are um, the finances come from us, so cash is is a uh, you don't pull a, it forward
0: though. You don't sell annual plans. You only sell monthly. That's correct. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, I can see where that would lead to. You only being able to spend two months there. Um, No agencies will typically pay up front for an annual
1: plan. Like I know that our competitors are selling annual plans, but uh, if you go look at any agency website, how many of them actually have marketing automation on their site?
0: Very few, because they just can't afford it. But you just said some of your competitors are selling annual plans.
1: Yes, but... They are selling their clients. The agency clients are selling. So it's the always the prince, you know, the bridesmaid, never the uh, the bride. The agencies themselves don't end up having uh, the ability to buy for themselves. They're basically reselling the technology to their clients with our competitors. Yep, and with us,
0: it becomes infrastructure. And tell me about the team today. What's the team size? Um, we are less than fifty. Okay, less than fifty. And uh, where's everybody based? Um, so the majority of us are
1: in Alberta here. Uh, we do have developers in in the Ukraine, so it's a uh, it's a case that we do do some offshore development. But uh, the major, all of us are here in uh, uh, as far as direct employees are here in Alberta.
0: Any plan to raise capital? Oh, raise capital? Um, I think it's a case.
1: Uh, it is something that uh, we've talked about. Um, it isn't. Uh, uh, we're just going through it. our fiscal year end is is at the end of this month and we're doing our, uh, our meeting and meeting with the board and stuff. So we have a, uh,
0: wait, why is there a board if you're bootstrapped?
1: Uh, it's a advisory board. It's not a, uh, it's not a, uh, I see. yeah, it's an advisory
0: board. So if you did decide to raise capital again, we're making a big assumption here, but if you did decide to do so, how much would you raise? How much would you want to raise? Yeah, well it's, uh,
1: um, Yeah. End of the day is, uh, till the decision to raise, if I could, if I could write a blank check, I could spend a million dollars right now. Right. Uh, but it's, uh, yeah. Until the decision is, is made. Um, yeah, we're, we're not, we're going on,
0: we're going off the cuff here. This isn't a, we're not signing contracts here on the podcast. So if you raised a million bucks, you know, where you would spend that obviously to drive growth. Well, and again, we're talking ideal world here. What valuation would you raise that at? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I can't answer that. Well, what, 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 just go off. What would make you happy? I mean, this is nothing is contractual here. I'm just curious. Yeah, um, as far as valuation of the company. Yeah, um, so if you raise a million bucks on what six right, million pre-money, eight million pre, ten, fifteen, twenty. Um. Yeah, I would say ten million. Ten, and, and I can yeah. tell you're thinking the wheels are turning. Talk out loud, or you're doing math or something in your head.
1: Yeah, well, I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at the uh, um, ARR and the lift on ARR as far as uh uh what i'd like to see right as opposed to yeah so it's uh, i know typically the, the the valuation is some type of either lift on on uh uh customer base uh, or uh uh or ARR, or if it's a case that there's a missing piece that we provide uh and they can see that it's a catalyst for their growth that would be different but i would say uh, any conversation that's, uh, realistic is going to be on ARR.
0: Yep. Yep. Now 10 million would obviously be a great valuation. If you can go out and do that, if someone offered to buy the whole company for that price, would you sell for 10 million? Um, I would say that's a good question. <laughs> I would say, uh, uh, are you far, mar- let me, I, let me simplify this, Sean. are you married? I absolutely am. If you went home tonight <laughs> and said, Hey honey, I turned down a ten million dollar, does she kill you? Yeah,
1: it would be a it would be a tough it would be a tough sell, there's no doubt about it. Got it. Yeah, <laughs> the reality is for ten million dollars we would absolutely sell. Uh, the exits the exit is uh two pieces though, is one is uh is uh, is definitely a financial piece. Um, you know, I'm having fun right now. Uh the, the the management team are having fun. We're we're uh, enjoying what we're doing. I think the painful, the painful time is gone. You know, uh, The startup was, uh, as everybody has, is very, very uh, stressful. And uh, I would say that uh, I don't think I'm ready to go through that again
0: yep. anytime soon, right? All right, Sean, let's wrap up with the famous five. Quick answers here. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Um, it would be
1: uh, uh, The um, Execution. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? That I'm following or studying? Uh, I would say that it was uh, uh, Musk, but he's sort of having
0: a bit of a tough go in the past couple of days or week or so. <laughs> Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building a business? Yeah, it's probably
1: uh, Google Analytics. They, they, Google's got a fantastic platform for anonymous data ag-
0: aggregation. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, eight on average. (laughs) And you mentioned you're married. How many kids? Any kids? One kid. Yeah. Okay. And how old are you? I'm 54. 54. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew?
1: Um, that's a, that's also You've got the good questions. Uh, I would say, um, yeah, if I could tell my 20, 20 20-year-old self, it's, uh, I stop working for others, <laughs> right? It's taken me uh, quite a few years to, to start this thing. And I spent a lot of time as, as an executive with other companies.
0: And uh, yeah, the, the right thing would have been back then is to,
1: you know, do this.
0: Guys, there you have a Marketing automation company, Active Demand, launched in 2014. Sean Founder says he would have started earlier. Today, they're doing caught between 200 and 300 grand per month. Uh, that's up 30% year over year from last year. They're bootstrapped, serving between 500 and 1,000 customers that pay on average caught 400 bucks per month. He's willing to spend up to two months of, uh, of value on acquisition. So, call 800 bucks on acquisition, two month payback period. Team of 50 people in Alberta, Canada, and Ukraine building the company. Sean, thank you so much for taking us to the top. Yeah, no worries.